today i am great i used to be wet but now i am not you always come to my house wet it is always raining you're like yeah. the, you are a, my bad weather omen yes if, if it outside if you wake up one day and you see that outside it's raining oh take the batteries out the doorbell i'm not asking it's raining <laughs> i know what i have to do just gonna turn up yeah well spe- yeah. well interesting though speaking of bad omens I was wondering how you feel about the supernatural. How I feel about the supernatural? That's a great question. The supernatural and I are not very, we're not very good friends. Um, I you- don't, I don't uh, believe in it. I cannot explain it. I'm more of a skeptic. I'm trying to uh, logic my way out of it. I guess this is something that uh, you could say it's uh, my comfort zone comfort logic bubble that the supernatural cannot penetrate Ooh, penetration yeah that's what we're talking about so what you're saying is you are you're immune to the spirits yes i am immune to the spirits except uh, if that spirit's in a bottle or if i die because i will come back and fucking haunt you please don't <laughs> please come back as a bottle of gin <laughs> <laughs> mate you're turning up on my doorstep every time it rains if i die i will haunt you <laughs> okay i don't know let's make a deal <laughs> well um so i i think i am a believer i mean i think okay. i think i believe in something yeah i'm not quite sure what it is but um I am prepared for science to go out and investigate these things. You're open. I'm open, You're yeah. Open <laughs> Not too far, you know. Don't want to let them in too far, but um, I'm 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 willing to be a window. How about that? A, a window, okay. I can I can uh, I can work with a window. <laughs> it's a very metaphorical uh, structural concept, a window, isn't it? It is. I, I think, in fact, did you not do an improv scene once where you did a load of metaphors being a builder and a window? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I think I, think it, I, I love a good... Uh, yeah, metaphor. I think it was about love. Oh, uh, yeah, love that you build it uh, brick by brick. <laughs> and it was a builder building a wall. It was, it was. And it was talking about love. Yeah, it's a, it was a sentimental scene. Well, let's break down some of those uh, walls today and see if I can convince you of um, of a story. Okay. Uh, call back to the builder. Let's break <laughs> down the wall of love and talk about the supernatural. Yeah, yeah. And actually, this is a really, really good um, segue to this story. Okay. Um, so I went out on an adventure with Lara, as you know, uh, another friend of ours, um, from improv and she and I went to find this, um, amazing, I guess it's sort of like a a map, not a mansion, but, um, it looked like a, yeah, a mansion, a great big old house. A in, great big old house yeah. that was not occupied in the Netherlands. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Was it, was it listed online in Funda? Oh, 
I don't know. Take your facts. I will check my facts. <laughs> I will check my facts. Okay, yeah, it was a mansion. It was a mansion. It was on Google. It was on Google, it was on Google Maps. We yeah. we found that we found it. This one was not too hard to find. It is actually a, a Netherlands tourist destination. Okay. However, when we got there, we couldn't go in because it was COVID. So we had what? we had to stand afar from the this mansion and basically decide from about a good two hundred meters away whether this house was haunted or not. So let me get this straight. They. <laughs> They closed down an empty mansion because they were afraid that a lot of people would go in. Yeah, apparently ghosts can catch the pandemic. Wait, wait. <laughs> if, if 50 people go inside the mansion, there should be enough space between them to keep distance. You would think so, but it was very heavily gated off. Um, so much so, there was actually a film crew outside filming a load of tourists trying to get into the mansion. They were trying to get into the match, like they're jumping over walls. No, 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 they weren't trying to break in. I think they were like us. They wanted to go visit the spirits and they turned up and were a bit disappointed that they do, couldn't get in. Do, do you think spirits get lonely during the pandemic? Ooh, uh, well, I, I, know, I, guess they, I guess not because they can just go haunt anyone they want. They're not they're, on their own. They're not confined indoors, right? So it's not like... Well, this is the thing, Ev. So uh, apparently, I think a spirit is staying behind because it has unfinished business. And often that unfinished business is in the place of the, where they left the real world. Okay. So I don't think they time hop or, 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 you know, travel on a plane. Yeah. Well, having said that, I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to make a really sad observation here. I think that highways will be very uh, haunted. Really, a lot of haunted uh, activity would be around highways. That's true because they probably were not actually intending on getting hit and, by. And what, a, what about those who died from a cow? Yeah. Actually, the cow will be dead as well, probably. So you've got two two for the price of one. There, you've got two spirits for the price of one. You've got a dead cow and potentially, in fact, maybe more. It could have been a bus. Do dead cows produce milk? What, after they're dead? Yes. I think the milk that they still had in their udders, you could probably squeeze out, yeah. Spirit milk. Spirit milk. Start your day with spirit milk. Spirit milk, 100% milk from dead cows. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't. I mean, I don't Spirit know. Meal. It's fresh every few days. Wow. I mean, I don't think the vegans would be. I mean, actually, no. Do you know what though? That technically is yeah. okay, probably to drink, because it's an accidental death. It's not like you've deliberately, you know, gone and trapped a cow to milk it. I don't drink milk anymore. I drink oatly. I'm. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm not quite a vegan yet, but. but do vegans eat accidental killed animals? No. No, so an accidentally killed cow yeah. technically is a murder. It's manslaughter. Well, it's a, it could be an accident, you know? So if it's, a, it's like roadkill, right? I know okay. a, lot, a lot of people might hit a, a rabbit or a, a pheasant and it's roadkill, but they throw it in the back of the car and they will go home and eat that. 
<laughs> right? So you, that's okay because you haven't deliberately taken a gun and shot it in the head. Yeah, I can, like a, a ghost bunny. Well, yeah, I'm sure there are. You know, you have things like werewolves and hellhounds. Um, so, yeah, I yeah, think okay. there are definitely manifestations in animals for sure. But we were... Let's circle back to the mansion. Yeah, let's go back to the mansion. So, film crew outside of the mansion, a big uh, crowd of people waiting to go inside the mansion. See the spirits? Spirits inside the mansion saying, no, you cannot come in, we all get sick, and you will join us. <laughs> yeah, don't come in, COVID. Yeah. And what happened? So, we decided to figure out what we thought had happened, um, because, we, of course, we couldn't necessarily feel the energy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i took a ghost spirit app um yeah. that had an evp on it so it was a bit too far away uh, to can, can you please explain to me what evp means like i'm, I'm a bigger fan of her acronyms <laughs> what's your favorite acronym why, favorite, why i actually looked this up because i can't remember it's s-a-a-p asap <laughs> like every time you say to someone it's like a whip like you whip them in the back i need this asap on the back it's it's amazing you just I, say it and it's just like a, a bullet that goes but i actually thought thing. you said sap which i think is a it financial system yeah yeah it's a it's a yeah it's a company yeah, <laughs> what is evp in ghost hunting that is a very good question it's a very good question that a skeptic like like me will ask it means that you can hear yeah ghost voices or potentially words can appear through um electronic voice it's basically electronic voice phenomena can never say that word da, 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 phenomena voice phenomena yeah so like this. it's kind of like picking up elect through the electrical waves i believe and you can actually then so often, so there's there's manifestations of ghosts and spirits and there's several ways that you can know that a spirit is there and it's often um you could see it yeah seeing is believing yeah yeah <laughs> which i think you're very skeptical about fair enough but yeah. it might not be also a full full sighting it might be a a light or, or a shadow a shadow yeah like, exactly or, or a polaroid photo yeah okay yeah. Uh, you know, looking through a window, slightly blurry, uh -huh, uh -huh. very realistic. Or it could be that you hear something. So uh, footsteps, a door creaking. Creak, yeah, usually when I hear a creaking door, the first, the first <laughs> thing I'm going to do is to go get me some oil. Yeah. I'm, I'm reaching out for that oil. I'm always uh, trying to, to oil my doors. I really don't like creaking doors. Uh, I always keep a W40 uh, oil can next to my bed. If I hear a creaking door, I'm going and I'm going wow. to oil that you, up. You keep WD40 next to your bed? Yeah, uh, I didn't know they made WD. I just oh, right. W40, but now that I know there's a D involved, I think it's, that's it's a brand. extra lubrication that I'm going to take advantage of. I think that might be a brand name. Um, I'm more interested in the fact that you keep it on your bedside table at night. Well, you never know when you're going to have some heavy lifting to do. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Lucy feels great about that, your girlfriend. <laughs> so it, as long as it's not on her side of the bed, 
we're all good. And um, so that then the other way that um, you often smell, can smell things. Oh, okay, yeah. So like some people say they can smell burnt toast. Oh my, really? Yeah. I smell burnt toast in my house all the time. I'm, I'm cleaning the toaster every, every other time I'm using it, I'm cleaning the toaster. It has a little tray that comes underneath and I'm just giving it a good shake. But every time I'm using it, I smell of burnt toast. And you know, I, I love I love me, me a good uh, Marmite toast every morning. And every time I, I'm doing that, it stinks of burnt toast. You know there is a mice problem in Amsterdam. Are you sure that you're not cremating a rodent? That actually happened to me in London. I went to, oh, I went to, no. I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to clean out my toaster in London <laughs> and I looked, and I looked mouse. inside, I looked inside and this mouse was sort of pressed up against the grill and its uh, face was squashed up and I, I burnt it alive, but I had already eaten the toast. I nearly threw up that morning. I was like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> oh that's Yeah. Really disgusting. Um, and then the last one, the last one is, so that dead, dead mouse, that dead could have, mouse, it could have uh, come back spirit. and spirited yeah. me, yeah. And then the last one is um, touch. Sometimes, you know, like poltergeists and stuff, you, they okay. actually throw things or you might feel like, a lot of people say that they feel cold, so that's also feeling, but also sometimes they feel like somebody's literally on their back or, yeah, mm -hmm. touching, touching them. Okay. I mean, that's a little bit hashtag me too, but... <laughs> You I feel cold all the time. Oh, I thought you were going to say... I feel cold all the time, especially my feet. I don't know if I have bad circulation around my feet, but I do feel my toes cold all the time. Is that part of it? I actually thought you were about to say you get touched all the time. Well, yeah, that's, that's true, but I'm quite ticklish. So if someone touches me, I, it's... Great, so if I, take you, if I take you spirit hunting with me and you start giggling, I know that there's a fucking ghost. Yeah, or I'm a bit high. Or maybe that's also. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll, we, we will not take you stoned, spirit hunting, and if you giggle, then we know that a ghost is in the room. Exactly. Well, uh, so they're the four ways that you can potentially um, uh, find out. And so I took this spirit app with me, and what happens is it reads the electrical waves, and it's meant to tell you if, if you start hearing a, a high beep or it turns yellow or orange you know that there's a spirit present, but also yeah. occasionally the, the, the EVPs come through and it gives you a word. Um, unfortunately, Support. we were too far away from the mansion to use the spirit box. It has a radius. It's... I think you have to be pretty close to the spirits, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we decided to um, sort of have a guess at what happened. Guessing what's hap what happened. Oh yeah, you you want to guess what happened at the mansion? So can you give me some information up front about the history of the mansion, or was there family living there? How many people were living there? Stuff like that, or you have to guess it all. But I can give you a description of the location. I can okay. give you a better description of what this mansion looked like. Okay. So it's a very Dutch landscape. So it's quite, it's flat. beautiful flat, but it's long, long green lawn and it's got huge long. So we couldn't get in, of course, because of COVID and the spirits yeah. didn't yeah. want to catch it. So, it, but these gates were very high and looked very, uh, they, were, they were probably wrought iron and very decorative at the top and they were all locked up. And then okay. there was a huge long 
uh, driveway up to the mansion. And then the mansion was... Does the mansion, if you could put it in a film, it's like that mansion from uh, And Then There Was None? I think Wes Anderson. Okay. Like a Wes Anderson movie, Mm -hmm. but dark. Okay. And also what was interesting about the mansion, it was pretty rectangular uh, rectangular looking and Mm -hmm. had these very sort of small square windows Mm -hmm. at the top and then slightly longer narrow windows at the bottom <clears throat> excuse me and then what was interesting and it was quite beigey marbly looking it had a dark gray roof but what was interesting is on the side of it yeah. was a long tall tower with a sort of cone roof on the top and that was black there was a black tower <laughs> yeah next to a mansion fucking creepy right Okay, well, I, do, I don't know who the architect was or who wanted to make that mansion, but I can imagine them drawing up the plans and saying, this is a beautiful living room, big kitchen, servant quarters, and a big black tower next to the house. Like, who would build a big black tower? That's, that's not a good sign. Why would you make a big black tower? Or else, the tower was like a different color when it was originally built and there was a fire in the tower and since then the tower is black the blackened black burnt tower hence the smell of the burnt maybe oh so you think if you got if I had been able to get into the mansion I would have been able to smell some burning potentially could it be that someone burned their toast in the tower (laughs) Could could it be not maybe but what I think happened is that uh, a beautiful family was having a typical breakfast uh, in that uh, mansion and suddenly uh, the kids, there were two kids in the family that wanted more toast. So they rang the bell, the servant appeared, they said, can you please go and make me a little bit more, a couple of slices of toast for the kids. And the servant went out in the, in the tower, started making the toast. The toast burned, the tower burned, there was a big fire, and then the whole family stepped outside, and the tower fell on the family. Whoa, I was not expecting that. And since then, the tower has been uh, re-erected. Okay. Uh, I don't know who funded the re-erection, but uh, how, the, the, how? it was a considered choice not to paint the tower again because it had to stay black to honor the, the family. And how big was this family? Uh, how big was the tower? The, the fa- like how many were killed in the fire? How big were the fa- how many were in the family? Uh, let's say that it was a there was like an, a, an, a good five five person family. Wow and so five ghosts? Five, five ghosts yeah the, the, the animal survived. Wow okay so yeah, they, they're pissed off because, A, you know, they escaped a fire only to then actually get killed yeah. by their house falling on top of them. Yeah, because they had like a, they had all this huge lawn to go outside and watch the fire. But for some reason, they chose to be in the falling radius of the tower. So it's, just, it's pretty silly, actually. Yeah, that is silly. That's why they're probably annoyed and hanging about and haunting everybody. Yeah. An annoying ghost is the worst type of ghost, if I know anything about ghosts. 
Well, shall I shall I tell you my story and then we can yeah. have, have a reveal what actually happened? Sure. Okay, I like to call this haunting. I'm, I'm giving it a name. Oh. Do you want to give your haunting a name? Because often, yeah. often with a ghost story, they get given a sort of iconic. Okay. Kind of... Uh, my haunting's name would be. I think I will go safe and say, the fallen tower, the fallen tower ghosts. That's okay. what I'm gonna call them. Yeah. And we have a a manifestation of smell. Smell and uh, smell and crashing. Smell and crashing, yeah, crashing Ooh, people. crashing noise. Yeah. yeah. EVP, the EVP would pick up a big thumping noise, a big crash, and yeah. Help me! Yeah, Something like maybe, that. maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, mine, mine is called The Wife. The Wife. The Wife, yeah. <laughs> And um, it's, of course, about the same house, because that's yeah. what we're talking about. And I think that this mansion dates back to around about a bit of a, I think, around 16th, possibly 17th century. Uh-huh. And it's where a husband and wife fall on incredible disappointment whilst trying to conceive... Um, their dream family um, mm-hmm. to create their dream family and sadly they can't and years and years and years of trying to have a baby um, led the master of the house um, to become incredibly frustrated yeah um, so what he became was an adulterer with a much younger local woman um, that had basically adored his persistent affections yeah. and caved in mm-hmm. And one day the wife found out and in a wild, wild rage whilst in the dark tower, yeah. uh, confronted her husband, which led them into this terrible, terrible, violent, violent fight. Yeah. And hung up on the wall was a medieval sword. Cause, yeah, it was fully functioning and it found itself swung full force by the hands of the husband towards the wife's neck. <laughs> And the sword cleanly carved off her entire head, yeah. instantly killing her. And unbeknown to the husband, the wife was with child. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Twins. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. The spell was working all along. <laughs> um, and yeah, so sadly, uh, the wife and the babies uh, ceased to ever see the light of day. And okay. uh, the husband covered up the scene and he disposed of the body under that lawn. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's... And in fact, I think that's where the driveway is now paved. There never used to be that long driveway. He actually buried the body to hide it. And, and um, within six months, he took the hand of his mistress to be his new wife. I have to say that uh, this is a much better and more believable story <laughs> than the story of the tower falling on five people at the same time and it's a uh, it's really sad and uh, believable are you, say, are you saying i'm messed up <laughs> you say my story's messed up i have yeah, a, I, that, my <laughs> I have a sick and twisted mind about killing and, and do you want to uh, know the haunting what do you want to know what the haunting is yeah so it's it's the wife and um 
one time a year. It's only once a year. Okay. Uh, the time around when it supposedly happens is um, you can hear women's screams can be heard from the tower. And where the sword was once hung, if yeah. you go and touch the cold, uh, sorry, the, the cobblestones, it's incredibly cold to touch. Mm. What, what's the name of the, did you say the name of the haunting? The wife. The wife? Yeah. Oh, that's cold. Yeah. That's cold. <laughs> Dead cold body. Yeah. So, uh, so this, I guessed this story like you when I went to the um, location. I did not know what the true story was. But we... If you hang out with that mansion and just spreading the story around people, I think a lot of people would have believed it. Yeah, I know, right? I could, it's you know, I, I did in fact think about going up to that film crew and just being like, actually, do you know what? And yeah, I could. Did you know that they moved the sword? Did you know <laughs> they found the sword? What sword? The sword they killed their wife. Yeah, exactly. Why? And you just think the, the story. And also, you know, while I stood there, I kept sort of staring up at the tower and be like squinting my eyes, pretending I could see a shadow in the window. <laughs> can, can I just say that who, who's, the, who's the person to blame in your story? If the husband he should have just been a little bit more patient and not been such a bellend. Yeah, like the guy, the guy who should have been, you know what, let's keep going at it. Let's... And let's hunt maiden stale it. Let's just do it in the ritual. He might just have been a dirt bag and he was just using that as an excuse to just go hit up a younger younger maiden at the village. Could be, could be. I mean the recent the powerful who usually build mansions out of the, the countryside have a tendency to be a little bit of a household, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean we're talking back in the sixteenth century and um, often then they did have child brides so he probably did you know cheat on her with a 15 year old what, what actually happened the real story yeah. the real story okay I'm not sure how to pronounce this in Dutch but it's called Syngraven 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 and it's an estate near Dennekamp in the municipality of Dinekaland sorry my Dutch is terrible yeah um, and beside the manor is also um, includes a water mill next door, which okay. I'll actually tell you a little funny story about afterwards as well, uh, which used to be a coach house. And it's all surrounded, say, by the beautiful farms and it's very much in the countryside. And Singraven's first mentioned in 1381 um, and it actually dates back to 1415. So it's really, really old. 1415? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's... that's that's before the fall of Constantinople. It's before, yeah. It's, I it's know old. History. <laughs> it's it's bloody old, and um, the the name Syngraven. Uh, I first first thought it literally means sin grave, but uh, no, like grave of the sin. It means large canal. Okay. And the residents and the owners of Syngraven um, uh, basically. Um, it got demolished and then it got replaced by the new house, which has the stair tower, which is the big black tower that you see. Yeah. And through inheritance, um, the house then came into possession by, among others. Um, it kept basically being passed along to lots and lots of different people. And eventually it was, um, it was basically a, 
a convent for a while um for around about 10 years in the 15 okay. 1500s okay. and during this time a nun was found guilty of um it's Who's quite trust? no it's worded quite interestingly and it doesn't explain exactly what she did okay. but she was found guilty of interacting with the villagers <laughs> which and yeah, we kind See, of was talking to the villagers. Well, it's 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 talking to the villagers. Yeah, and after apparent, and then she apparently this made. I think she was basically up to no good, but it doesn't. I'm sure I, I need to research it a bit more, but basically, I think she was sort of not following her nun ways. So I think when they mean interacting, she was doing naughty stuff with the villagers. She could have been doing math and then she would be found as a witch. You know? Maybe it was also that. I mean, we're yeah. talking back in the 1500s. Yeah. Um, so they sent her to trial um, and after a mock trial, um, so I think she was basically tried by her, her fellow peers. So all the nuns gathered together, yeah. ganged up on her, took her to trial, accused her of interfering with the villagers and um, they decided that she was guilty so her punishment was that they decided to put her behind one of the walls of the kind of convent for punishment they built her inside the house they built her behind a wall yeah they buried her alive behind a wall what 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 person you're slaughtering and um, for days and days, the other nuns could hear her screams and moaning until she finally went quiet. But peace never, never returned to the to the house. Yeah, so there's some nasty nuns. That's one of the most gruesome ways you can, you can go. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that's horrible. So the, 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 the haunting is called the nun or nun. And the or the manifestation is a the nun is sometimes seen as a pale, shapeless mist appearing behind a window of the Singraven estate. And the legend gave the building the nickname the Black House. Wow. Yeah. Can, can I just say how horrible people used to be in the 1500s? Can I take this opportunity to, to just say that people must have been so mental? To, to actually build someone inside like a wall. It's just beyond well, comprehending. It, it also, it kind of put a bit of a curse on the house because more happened after that. There's kind of, there was a bonus find. Did, did they uh, dig her out? Did, have they found her, the bones? No, but the, what happened then, it kept passing on to different families and nobody could really run the, the house uh, without something happening. So mm. there was actually another incident where um, uh, later on a man who lived there tried to light a cigar after dinner, tripped over an oil lamp and set himself on fire and burned to death. Oh, yeah. So she kind of like cursed the house basically and there was just like a, then a catalyst of disasters. How big is this house? Is it really big? Yeah, it was huge. It was. And there's one man living there alone. <laughs> hey, I, I find that more hard to believe than he actually slipped and burned himself. 
Also, that was 300 years after she had, I mean... I don't know. Okay, okay. That's... Unless he tripped because he suddenly heard the nun moaning or wailing and he was living on his own and it just scared the shit would, out of him. I would never live in an empty house, like a huge empty house like that by myself. Like, even as a skeptic in this conversation, I don't believe in this kind of stuff. Yeah. So apparently the, what it's like, some of these spirit hauntings they have a type of manifestation um and they call this one a crisis manifestation apparently when you see the nun if she appears and you see her it's meant to be a warning of impending doom so i'm glad i didn't go in that house and see the fucking nun to be honest yeah i mean can you imagine if you see a ghost nun out of nowhere your impending doom is that you're gonna lose your mind yeah the impending doom is that you're going to sit yourself and pee yourself and then you're doomed for the rest of the day. Who's going to put you in the taxi if you just spoil yourself? You but, but do you believe this story? Do you believe that there is I, a haunting? Okay, I do, I do believe that people 600 years ago were that mental to build someone inside a wall because it interacted with villagers, whatever that means. Uh, I do believe that. What do you think it means? What do you think she was up Maybe, to? Maybe uh, there was a small stable boy who was working at the convent uh, feeding the animals and she saw him and uh, they fell in love. And uh, they discovered uh, each other's naked bodies in the stable <laughs> behind the convent. And then uh, it uh, escalates from there. There was definitely interaction. There was definitely a lot of interaction <laughs> there. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, and and in front of a horse. I mean, that's just yeah, that's double downing, you know? <laughs> you know, like the nativity scene, there was all the kind of animal, animals around it, providing the warmth that they, they didn't need because they had each other at that time. Yeah. So... Maybe, maybe that's why she was screaming as well, it's her long-lost love. Yeah, but if she had a long-lost love, wouldn't he, wouldn't he break into the, the convent and dig her out of the wall? Wow, I, I I think that it sounds like I wouldn't go, I've gone up against those nuns if I got bricked by behind yeah. a wall, do you know what I mean? If it, it's like... Yeah, if scary movies told me something, is that nuns are mental. Yeah, really yeah, I think crazy. that stable boy was uh, back with his horse and forgetting that whole experience. Yeah. Our first ever, first ever, ever spirit location to go find out and feel if we could feel anything or see anything and sadly as I say we were not close enough really to go in but what was interesting is of course spirits are everywhere yeah and often they might be just with people mm-hmm. and there were a lot of people around and of course the the tv crews and I hadn't tried the spirit box so I decided just to try it anyway mm-hmm. and um so we turned it on and it say it starts making this beeping noise to register the EVPs, and it did actually start registering a spirit. And it, it st- yeah, it did. And it started going beep 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 beep. And I'm like freaking out, and I'm like, oh my god, there is something here. Yeah. And then a word came up. A word came up. Yeah, a word came up. What this, was the word? Well, this was really really freaky because the word that came up was Rob. Rob. Yeah. R O B B. Double B. Double B. Oh, double B. Now, interestingly, my mum died and she was called Rob or Robbie. 
So that came up, but also Lara had said she'd just sent a work colleague an email and his name was Rob with a double B. And the next word that came up was American and apparently he was American. What? Yeah. <laughs> so do you believe now, Evan? Wait, first of all, I, I need to believe that there are people called Rob. Well, I was also Grace. like, is he alive? Should you email him? Give him a call? Has Rob just died? Like... <laughs> the, the Rob spirit is impersonating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that was, that was the spirit box. That was the very first word that we got. Super juice. So, welcome to our Super Juice round. Welcome. Our Super Juice round is to get us to know each other a little bit better. Get the, the juices flowing. Get those juices flowing. Get exactly. the, the knowledge juice out of us. Um, so, I'm going to ask you a few questions, Ev. Hit me. What scared you as a child? What scared me as a child was um, long, dark corridors. It was extremely scary. I thought they were endless, they were pitch black, and I never wanted to walk down a dark corridor ever. Favorite horror movie? Favorite horror movie? Uh, the scary movie counts, the parody of horror movies, because I'm not a very big horror movie fan. I hate them. Yeah, you've just named the one that basically is scary movie. Yeah. It has it in the name. <laughs> isn't that ironic that <laughs> Shit! <laughs> what? Keeping you on your toes. <laughs> well, that was, that was scary. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Um, that's an excellent question. I think my superpower would be to walk through walls. But not just my body, but the things that I also touch. I think it's a it's a subcategory of super power that we should consider. Okay, so you don't want to leave your pint behind. If exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to break into a bank, get a pouch full of gold coins, and then on my way out, the pouch of gold coins drops on the floor. That's okay. counterproductive of yeah. the human superhuman power. It also means you can basically steal people. Exactly. Take them with you. Exactly. You can you can show them what what's it what it feels like to be invisible. You know, like how how Superman got Lois Lane and they flew over and Lois Lane was just ah this is so great. You meet a girl and you say hey, you wanna see what it feels like to be invisible. That's a little creepy. You might get put in jail. Yeah, well, don't, don't ask her while you're in a van, maybe. Like invisible men walking around stealing women. No, you, you don't turn him invisible for, <laughs> forever. If I give you a little bit of taste. Okay, so... Um, so bad. <laughs> speaking of invisible, have you seen a ghost? I have never seen a ghost. Although you scared me like just a couple of seconds ago, so... What scares you now? Uh, jump scares. I hate jump scares. Don't jump, do it ever. Don't jump, jump, jump scare on me ever. <laughs> I hate it. I know. I, I, I hate uh, when when people come real close to me. 
I'm really scared oh of that. God. You know this forever now is going to be my favorite thing to do on the podcast. It's to scare you. No, no, I'll stop doing it. Do you believe? Uh, I believe in facts. I believe in science. And I believe in what my eyes can see. This is what I believe in. If you could murder someone, how would you do it? Um, well, if I would murder someone, hypothetically speaking, and not me, uh, maybe I would do it in a way that it would be not very brutal. I don't, I don't like blood and I don't like confrontation a lot, so maybe... You'd like kiss somebody's death. Yeah, you know, I'll put some poison on my lips and kiss someone. I mean, that, that's, that sounds easy, right? Hey, hi, how are you? Yeah. You, but surely if you put poison on your own lips, you're dead, buddy. You're like, you're gone. See, I wouldn't be a great, I wouldn't be a great killer. <laughs> no. I wouldn't be. It's... You're killing with kindness, but in fact, you've just killed yourself. I'm, I'm the worst uh, undercover spy ever. <laughs> Marry, shag or kill? Yeah. Actually, I should have asked you for three names first. <laughs> um, give me three names. Uh, Josh, Mary, and Lara. Okay, so um, we don't know who these people are, so I'm going to have to put some... Uh, so um, we've got Lara from Improv. We've got... Uh, what's Josh? Josh is a... Uh, the name Josh came to me because I read something that happened yesterday. It's a... Uh, you remember when all those dudes were just piling up to go to Area 51 yeah. on a certain day? So there was this meme going around where everyone who was named Josh had to go to a location at one specific time Ooh. and fight to the death until the final man standing was the final Joss alive. Wow. So this guy started the group chat on Facebook where he just added a bunch of guys named Joss and said, okay, do you know why we all here? To kill each other. And said, okay, because That's we all have the up. same name. <laughs> and then he said, okay, go to that location on that date and we'll fight to the death and the last person. He's the final Joss. Did they all go? Yeah, hundreds of people went there to with, get, with to no, no, no. It's 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 a meme, you know. It's, uh, it's with, with spaghetti noodles and in costumes and whatever, and everyone just start so it's flipping like, spaghetti noodles like foam noodles on so each one. Like cosplay. It's basically cosplay. Isn't something it? like that. It's something like a, a cultural meme gathering. Okay. So, so it was. Lara, we got Lara from Improv. We've got Josh. All Joshes in the world that are going to fight to the death and then the third name was Theo and um, why Theo uh, from from your dog oh right Theo my dog Theo right? yeah okay so which one out of those three you got to marry shag or kill him I would uh, I would kill Joss so I can be the final Joss I would marry Theo because uh, I love dogs you can have to have sex with Lara and I, I guess it comes down to that we, we cannot go around it it's a, it's a one-way. It's a one-way street. Lara is on our podcast next week, so... Uh, okay. <laughs> maybe we'll have that conversation then. Maybe we should delete this segment. And the final Super Juice round. Would you rather 
Would you rather meet a ghost or end up in a prison cell with a serial killer? Uh, meet a ghost, thank you very much. Where is it? I would like to meet it right now. I don't want to spend the rest of my life in a, in a, in a, in a, in a jail cell with someone who killed a lot of people. What if the ghost is a really nasty poltergeist that wants to do you harm? I can live with it as long as I'm free to roam around and drive around and maybe the ghost can chase me around the world. Hey, let's look at the bright side of things because I've traveled around the world and I've seen a lot of things. Although there is a ghost hunting me, at least I'm free. That is the end of our super juice round. That was nutritious and it was rich in vitamins and minerals. It certainly was and I got to learn a lot more about you. It's interesting. I, I, I'm not going to say I believe it. You're still sceptical. I'm going to remain sceptical. <laughs> so that, um, that concludes that our first trip. Um, and I, I think I'm happy that I've taken you on this journey or the started to take you on these journeys and see if I can um, start to make you a believer. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Ponder. Oh, wow. Ev, I don't know about you. All these stories of the undead, unrested, annoyed ghosts, they're the worst. It's really, really stressed me out. I'm feeling, I don't know, like there's a lot of tension in the room. What's that you say, Ev? What? I know, nobody should feel stressed out. And you know what? I think I know of someone that can help us out. What's that you say? Hi, to the village. She is. She's our guru. She's our enlightened sound music therapy guru, Kathy. Here to help us with our spirit needs. Moonsong Sound Healing. For relaxing balancing, finding clarity, and helping you ease any tension. Experience the healing vibrations and harmonies of singing bowls, gong, chimes, flutes, and so much more. One-to-one -one or group sessions with me, Katty, at Moonsong Sound Healing. Find me on Instagram or Facebook. Wow, I don't know about you, Ev. But I feel so much calmer and relaxed now. You can find Cathy at Moonstorm Sound Healing on Instagram and Facebook, based in Amsterdam. And she is here to ward away all of your demons. Look her up now. Yeah.